This is a story about a dude named Lane. He moved to the mainland and bought one place to stay. And then one day he went try to rent them out. And then he became one real investor man. Hey guys, it's Lane here with the Simple Passive Cashflow Podcast. Before we get started, let's go to an ad break. Just kidding, we don't have any ads. We're not selling anything. Today's topic is going to be a little different for you guys. We're going to talk about a board game. And why the heck are we talking about a board game? Well, when people in the final stages of their life were asked what they regretted, the response that often came up was that they wished that they would have played more. Also in the top responses was a regret of spending so much time at work. The point is, although we are making investments and working hard, we should not forget to play or have fun. I had a friend that played hours and hours of video game baseball. Other than the fact that nobody plays baseball in video games, they typically play Madden or first-person shooters, I always gave him crap for this. Now, a little older and a little wiser, I realized that he was right. It made him happy, and that was what was important. Side note, I still don't condone all the mindless World of Warcraft addictions. For the past decade, one award-winning board game called Settlers of Catan has built up a huge cult-like following, garnering hundreds of 5-star reviews on Amazon and played by normal people, unlike the Magic Gathering card game or Dungeons or Dragons. In other words, females actually play this game, and guys who could probably save their lives by throwing a football could play it too. If you have not heard of this game, then you probably have never heard of BiggerPockets.com and you live under a rock. Really, where is this rock that you're living under? The strategy-intensive game is intended to last less than 45 minutes. During this time, players collect resources and use them to build roads, settlements, and cities on their way to victory. If you guys go to simplepassivecashflow.com, there's a cool 4-minute documentary about the game. And even if you've played the game, it shows some tips from the creator. The board game presents players with many decisions that parallel those facing many experienced real estate investors. In the Settlers of Catan, there are 5 resources, which include sheep, lumber, ore brick, and grain. In the beginning of the game, sheep and wood are sought after, whereas in the dramatic ending of the game, ore is needed to lock in a win. Side note, I actually have a t-shirt that says, nobody wants your effing sheep. There's always one unfortunate player who's lagging behind. All the other players are trying to get their ore and brick and grain in order to secure that last victory point, but once again, there's a surplus of sheep that that loser is trying to peddle, which nobody wants. So here's where the real estate investing lesson comes in. The life cycle of an investor like ourselves starts with typical equity building with rentals that utilizes leverage. Just like in the game, sheep and wood are early stage resources. As real estate investors get more experience, they progress to larger deals, which is kind of similar to the brick and grain resources. So as the real estate investor reaches the second half of their progression and surpasses that critical point where they have amassed enough equity to live off their dividends, the investor will convert their portfolio to a more cash-flowing portfolio via deleveraged rentals, private lending, or notes. This is similar to the ore in the Settlers of Catan board game. This stage is often called the endgame strategy. So often I see new investors with low cash flow, low assets with shiny object syndrome and want to get into notes or land contracts because that's what happened to be at the Guru seminar that they attended. So if you don't care about this freaking game and skipped ahead to this conclusion, here it is. Whatever path you take in investing, keep in mind the end game, the goal. Have a series of if-then exit strategies in mind and everything you invest in. Here are a few examples that you might want to think about when you're creating your strategy moving forward. First, 
a lot of people talk to me and say they were tired of investing for appreciation, want to go for 100% cash flow to hold onto indefinitely. Having a few years of experience, I realize that nothing is forever and things change. Those investments that you bought that had a lot of cash flow might have gone up in value 20% and it makes sense to cash out or you might find another investment that is so much more sweeter. But at the time of purchase a few years back, you didn't think of these potential decisions when you bought that low $40,000 home or triplex, duplex, quad that are inherently harder to sell to a retail buyer as your exit strategy. Perhaps, in hindsight of course, buying a higher priced single family home would have been a better way to go, foregoing optimal cash flow. Second, you might be meeting with a lawyer who sells you on his elaborate corporate structure, but it might be a bit overkill since your dreams of building a 50-home portfolio transitions to other investments. Third, you waste your time and money creating a small network of contractors to serve as part-time staff to service your duplexes in the area. However, now that prices have gone up, you wasted all that time and energy on that system. This is often really similar to those who work in their business, not on it. 4. You heard about the wonders of the self-directed IRA from a local real estate meeting and rush out to make the conversion and deploy your cash into real estate notes. Now, you realize that you have lost your leveraging ability, but more importantly, you are unable to use your IRA as cash reserves to get Fannie Mae loans. This is by no means an exhaustive list. There's so many issues that you can think of and so many situations that can happen. You can't read about this stuff in a book and really, quite frankly, you need a mentor to kind of guide you and have that outsider's perspective. And no mentor is really the end-all be-all for any investor. We'll leave you guys with a simple passive cash flow get her done action plan. First, don't let the message here give you an excuse for analysis paralysis, but let it inspire you to find that mentor who can help you give you that third-person perspective, and also give you some insight from their perspective. You'll never know all their needs to know by yourself. More times than not, you're just making excuses to not take action. And second, if you've implemented your real estate plan and rockin' and rollin', go looking for something fun to do and go out and enjoy life and buy this board game, Settlers of Catan. And if you want to help, go to the website, and click on my Amazon affiliate link at the end of the post. Helps pay for some of the bills. Thanks, guys. This website offers very general information concerning real estate for investment purposes. Every investor's situation is unique. Always seek the services of licensed third-party appraisers and inspectors to verify the value and condition of any property you intend to purchase. Use the services of professional title and escrow companies and licensed tax investment, and or legal advisor before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed as in every investment there is risk. The content found here is just my opinion and things change and I reserve the right to change my mind. Above all else, do your own analysis and think for yourself because in the end, you are the only person who is going to look out for your best interests.